Welcome to the Artisan CEO, where the art of photography meets the business of profits. This is where strategy and craftsmanship coexist so that you can run a creative business that supports a life you love. I'm your host, Abby Grace, and I promise to give it to you straight. If you don't know me in real life, this is something that you will very quickly learn about me. I am a pretty competitive person by nature. I just really love winning. Like it doesn't even matter if an activity is a contest, I still want to win. So I'm the person that you want on your team for like a three-legged race, but I'm not the person that you want to be competing against because I just get really competitive. So several years ago, we're talking like 2013, 2014, anniversary portraits were becoming more of a thing. Like engagement sessions became a thing in the early 2000s and 2013, 2014, anniversary sessions were seeing a similar surge in popularity. And I decided that I really wanted to be the go-to anniversary photographer. I literally told a friend, I know it's not a contest, but if it was, I would want to win. And there were a few other photographers at the time who had also started marketing anniversary sessions, which got my competitive heart rate up. I was like, game on. And meanwhile, they probably didn't even know my name and definitely weren't giving me a second thought. And at the time, I thought that in order to get ahead, I needed to have the best branding and the prettiest website, and I needed to be the one talking about it the most. I changed my logo so that it said weddings and anniversaries at the bottom. I needed to be the one that was posting the most photos to my social media and pinning the most photos to Pinterest boards, all of that. And while messaging is definitely a part of becoming the go-to person for a particular service, because marketing, you know, that plays a huge role in whether a business sinks or swims, that was not the whole story. There's this quote that's often attributed to Abraham Lincoln, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the ax. See, I thought at the time that if I had spent enough time hacking away at the issue with my marketing and more specifically my social media, that I would come out on top. But as it turns out, what I really needed to do was sharpen my skills as a photographer. In episode seven, we talked about if I had to start my business over tomorrow, that there were four pillars that I would focus on. And the first pillar is skills, both skills as a photographer, and now that I'm a brand photographer, as a branding expert as well. If I had, at the time in 2013, when I was you know, so focused on becoming the go-to anniversary photographer, if I had taken the time that I was obsessing over Instagram and instead focused on up-leveling my skills as a photographer, I bet I would have cut through the noise of all of the other anniversary photographers in a much more lasting, sustainable way. At the time, I was focused on the sexier stuff, the immediately gratifying feedback loops that we get from social media, right? But in order to become a standout photographer, not just the shiniest photographer currently on Instagram, which we know the algorithm can forget you in a moment, if I wanted to become a standout photographer, I needed to up-level my skills and take Steve Martin's advice of be so good they can't ignore you. So how do you get there from I just picked up a camera to being so good they can't ignore you? For me, it came down to refusing to accept good enough as good enough and becoming a forever student. I have invested a lot in photography and business education over the years. Cumulatively, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. Why? Because courses and coaching and even books Those are all ethical forms of shortcuts. Why would you take the time to figure out brand photography on your own when someone else has already gone before you and done the hard work of blazing a trail 
and they've packaged their knowledge into a program or a book that can teach you how to do the same thing in a fraction of the time that it took them. Real quick, photographers, are you tired of lather, rinse, and repeating the same tired collection of forgettable photos from one brand session to the next? If you're ready to turn yawn-worthy galleries into the sort of results that thrill your clients and get you both noticed, then you're definitely gonna wanna join me for my free training, The Backstage Secret to Scroll-Stopping Brand Photography. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or you're just getting started out in the world of branding, this session is for you. I'll teach you my number one strategy for crafting stories that resonate with your clients and their audience, which is the biggest secret behind creating galleries that not only look stunning, but also drive engagement and sales for your clients, which, spoiler alert, is what keeps them coming back for additional sessions in the future. Because as brand photographers, purposeful matters more than pretty, but who says you can't have both? Our job is to think like a marketer and shoot like an artist, but you have to have both pieces of that equation and learning to approach with the mindset of a strategist that changes everything. So if you're raring to say goodbye to cliche galleries that simply repeat what's already clogging your Pinterest and social media and hello to a method that drives brand loyalty and real bottom line growth, then head on over to abbygrace.co slash training. That's abbygrace.co slash training. It's time to leave those forgettable, smiling at a laptop photos in the dust in favor of a more tailored approach that's gonna leave your clients obsessed and already planning for their next shoot with you. One more time, that's abbygrace.co slash training. I'll see you in class. After all the different courses and workshops and resources that I've consumed over the years, I've learned that there are stages in business when one type of education is more helpful than another, depending on what I'm looking to learn and how much I have to spend on solving a particular problem. Because that's what education does, right? Like you have a pain point or a problem and up-leveling your education helps to solve or address that. Keep in mind that the closer you get to an educator in terms of access, the more expensive it's going to be. So like a free checklist download is going to come with little to probably no support from the person who wrote it, but masterminds or coaching, that involves a lot more opportunities to get the educator's eyes or specific feedback on your business. First up is freebies. So these are usually going to be things like checklists or PDF downloads that you trade your email address for, but freebies also encompass things like podcasts, YouTube videos, free Facebook groups, blogs, that kind of thing. Freebies are exactly what they sound like. It's free content generally meant to solve one specific problem that you're experiencing at the time, and it's something you want to get a quick win from. Like, we have a free shot list to download. It's the nine archetypes of brand photos that I take at pretty much every brand shoot. So that freebie download doesn't tell you how to shoot an entire brand session. It just helps with the one piece of coming up with ideas for your shot list. Freebies are a great way to test the waters to see if I like what an educator's putting out there. Especially if it's a new educator that I've never encountered before, the freebie is a great way for me to see like, are they putting out quality content? Are they putting their money where their mouth is, because if a freebie isn't valuable, I'm less likely to consider a paid product from that educator. But vice versa, if the freebie's really, really good, that shows me, wow, they're super committed to making sure that I win. And if this is how good their free stuff is, imagine how much better their paid content is. So like, if you're thinking of buying a new course from a photographer that you admire, go see what they're already putting out there for free. Are there any downloads that you can check out? Maybe a podcast like this one. Are they teaching a webinar anytime soon? Do they have a YouTube channel? Here's the downside to freebies. Because they're free, 
and they've required very little from you, usually just an email address, sometimes not even that. Like you don't have to subscribe to someone's podcast to listen to an episode. You can just listen to it. So because they're free, the amount of commitment on your end is typically pretty low. You have no skin in the game. And personally, where I haven't paid, I'm usually not paying much attention either. If you're a highly motivated business owner on a shoestring budget, or you're just someone who really loves the challenge of squeezing as much value out of free content as possible, you can cobble together a business with just the unpaid content that you find through a combination of blogs and YouTube and Pinterest, your local library, coffee dates with other business owners, all of that. But there is a ceiling that you're going to hit because an educator's best content is pretty much always behind the paywall requiring the swipe of a credit card. Why is that? Why, in the day and age that we live in, when you can find literally anything on the internet, why would somebody put a paywall between you and their best information? Because good education costs money. Think about how much a college degree costs. You could learn much of the same material that I learned for my PR degree with books and industry journals and academic articles. But the amount of time that it's going to take you to sort through the irrelevant information versus the good stuff, and then the lack of any kind of feedback from an instructor, it means that even if you have the same information at the end of the day, the way that it's going to play out for you versus a paid student is going to be quite different. The next level up is digital downloads. These are going to be things like mini guides and questionnaires and templates. These products are behind the paywall, so you will have some skin in the game. You invested your money, so you're going to be more likely to follow through and put the product to good use. That is not a guarantee because I cannot tell you how many courses or products I've purchased that I never managed to make all the way through, but generally when I have paid, I do pay more attention. Digital products are typically less expensive than other paid educational opportunities because they're scalable. It's not like one-on-one attention required from the educator, but they are a fantastic option if there's a tool that you need, but you don't have the time or the energy or the expertise to develop it yourself. Stuff like email templates, client questionnaires, even certain editing presets. These fix a very specific problem and they usually fix it pretty fast. So you are paying for the convenience of not having to develop a tool on your own. Let's say you want to learn to edit with a light and airy style. You can purchase the light and airy presets instead of taking forever to go through a bunch of YouTube tutorials on how to edit light and airy. You can buy the, there's literally presets called the light and airy presets by my friends, Anna Marie Akins and Caroline Logan that will do that for you. They have phone presets and Lightroom presets. It is so simple and I promise I'm not paid by them. I'm just like, The amount of time that it would take you to learn how to edit the way that a light and airy preset can do in one click, the amount of time it would take you to do that on your own, it's just, it's kind of a no brainer at that point. So you're paying for the convenience of not having to develop a tool on your own. Now with things like digital downloads, there's typically not any handholding that comes with something in this tier. Sometimes you'll get access to a Facebook group like, hey, this is a Facebook group for everybody that uses... Uh, the Noble presets, or this is a Facebook group for everyone who's ever enrolled in KJ Education, um, but it's you're not getting like one-on-one eyes from the instructor themselves. You're just getting the opportunity to network with other people who also use that product. So it is up to you to take what you've purchased and then put it to work. Fortunately, the products in this tier are usually pretty self-explanatory. Next up is courses and workshops. So you have mini courses or what Amy Porterfield calls starter courses. These are relatively inexpensive classes. Think like $200 or less, sometimes $50 or less if you stumble upon the right link. 
And these are going to be classes that introduce you to a new idea or a new framework for one specific part of your business. These are going to give you an overview that gets you started on your way towards a specific goal, like how Ashlyn Carter's mini course Primed to Launch. That teaches you how to generate audience buzz and anticipation before you launch a new product or service using her specific champagne campaign framework. So it solves the, it doesn't tell you like how to create an offer or like how to run a business of launching products. It just tells you how to generate buzz before you launch. And then there's Offer Cure by Funnel Gorgeous. It's a workshop that shortcuts the process to creating the perfect offer that your audience can't wait to buy. So both of those courses, Prime to Launch and Offer Cure, both of those give a thorough overview of one specific area of online marketing. And they both solve one specific pain point. Prime to Launch solves the problem of, like I have a product that I wanna launch or a service that I wanna launch, but I don't know how to prime my audience to be ready to buy once that new offer goes live. And Offer Cure solves the pain point of, I wanna create a scalable offer for my audience to buy, but I don't know exactly how to package it. Like what kind of bonuses should I include? How do I make it irresistible? Offer Cure helps you with that. So they teach you the ins and outs of one specific area of business, and then it's up to the students to do the work to make it happen, again, without hand-holding from the educator. In Amy Porterfield's words, these courses will give you a small but valuable result that if you continue to push along the same path can lead to bigger results down the road. There is a lot of independent work that comes with many courses and your success, a lot of that depends on you showing up and doing some pretty intensive thought work. The next level is signature courses and workshops. These are gonna provide you with a roadmap or a blueprint for an entire process or system start to finish and there is a correspondingly larger transformation that awaits those who put that system or process into practice. Signature courses and workshops are typically more expensive, usually anywhere from $500 to $2,000, sometimes more, because again, they provide you with an entire system to use within your business and then, again, that correspondingly larger transformation. Like how in Brand Photography Academy, I teach the A to Z of how to shoot your best brand session next week. We start with how to crush the initial sales call, to coaching your client on finding a great location, to planning a killer shot list, all the way through final delivery of the gallery. You can literally take that system that took me years to develop and put it into practice for a shoot happening next week and up your prices immediately afterwards. Or Cal Newport, one of my favorite authors, you guys will hear me reference him a lot, he has a course called Top Performer, which is all about the science behind building a career that you'll love with better pay, perks, and control. Yes, I took that straight from his sales page. He said it in better words than I could. Cal Newport has written several books on that topic. He wrote a book called So Good They Can't Ignore You. He wrote a book called Deep Work, which is my favorite. He has another book called How to Win at College. He also has a podcast where he dives into a lot of what they cover in the course. But the course is a step-by-step -step framework laid out in an easy-to-follow method, all gathered in one location, so that you don't have to sift through all of those books and hundreds, literally hundreds of podcast episodes to get to the meat of the content. Like I said, courses are like ethical shortcuts. Courses in paid education, these are ethical shortcuts so that you don't have to take the long way and figure it out for yourself. Signature courses hand over a proven system that took the educator years and a lot of money to develop, and they are the epitome of a shortcut for somebody who's looking to get started in a new niche or add a new type of service to their lineup or up-level their work in a noticeable, significant way. Because rather than having to take the time to learn a new craft 
and figure out a workflow for this new offer and then all of the bumps and bruises that come with that discovery process, instead of that, somebody else is handing you their formula from start to finish, which saves you time and helps to uplevel your work and increase your prices sooner than if you had stuck with it on your own. Next up are conferences. I love attending and speaking at conferences. Like if there's an opportunity for me to be at one, I am so there. I love the in-person energy of conferences. So unless you're going to a boutique conference that's super niched down and tends to be relatively smaller in size, conferences tend to go wide in terms of subject matter, not necessarily super deep. So you might attend a conference for wedding photographers and hear about topics like branding and upselling albums and in-person sales sessions and posing, but each session is going to be an overview of a particular topic as opposed to everything you ever needed to know about in-person sales sessions. Here's my system start to finish. I attended a conference for dance photographers a couple of years ago just for fun. Uh, I have a personal series of ballerina portraits and I wanted to take a few days to learn more about how I can push that series to the next level. Of course, then COVID hit and I have not shot a ballerina session since March of 2020. That needs to change soon. But what I loved about that conference was that I got to be exposed to a bunch of different types of dance photography. There were studio sessions, there was lyrical, there was jazz, there was classical ballet, which is my favorite, but there were all these different forms of dance that I got exposed to, but then also different types of dance photography. There was a guy there doing rain sessions. He literally had like a whole studio set up with a floor with water on it and there was a rain machine and and it was all about how to shoot ballerina portraits with this rain machine thing. It was awesome. Not anything I will ever do once I'm home, but just something cool to expand my sphere of what's possible and, and pique my interest in new different types of dance photography. But what I love about conferences is the chance to connect with the speakers as well as other business owners from all different walks because I am forever one of the most extroverted extroverts in the room. I love finding the opportunity for conversations with people I've never met. And forewarning, if you ever find yourself at a conference that I am also attending or speaking at and you're the introvert on your phone in the corner of the room, I will find you and try to pull you out of your shell. You have been forewarned. And it's because I have the best conversations at conferences. It's the perfect opportunity for those serendipitous conversations that so many of us miss out on when we work by ourselves from home. And they're conversations that it's really hard to anticipate, but those are the conversations that can have a profound effect on your life or your business. A few years ago, Matt and I were at the Creative at Heart conference and we had the opportunity to have dinner with Shay and Graham Cochran. And I was sharing with Shay that I was feeling pretty anxious because our wedding bookings were really slow at the time and we had also just started on the adoption path and we had these pretty significant expenses coming down the road for us and like I didn't understand how that matched up with the low bookings that we were currently seeing and Shay said well looks like God's about to do something big there and that totally changed my attitude all of a sudden I realized it wasn't that God had called us to something big and then forgotten to provide for us. That gap was where God was going to move and I needed to wait for it. And he was going to do something that only he could do. And so it changed my attitude from being anxious to being expectant and excited to see what the Lord was going to do. And Matt and I have both had numerous life-changing conversations at conferences that I, I just can't see those transpiring over Zoom or Voxer. There's something about being in person and the serendipity of meeting someone you never otherwise would have met. Those conversations can be transformational. 
Depending on the conference you attend, you may also find opportunities for styled shoots or masterclasses that dive even deeper and vendors who are excited to share more about their products and services. And that's another thing I love about conferences, the chance to hear about new products or ideas that I hadn't considered before and probably would not have encountered if I had stayed home. Like one time I attended WPPI and I got to meet John Canlis, the author of one of my favorite books, Film Is Not Dead or Find. And it was my lifeline when I was first experimenting with film back in 2011. And I told John as much when I met him and he laughed and he told me, that at that point, it was probably 2014. He was like, at that point, the book was really outdated, but I should check out his course, Find in a Box. And I immediately went home and purchased Find in a Box, which proved to be super helpful with some of the more specific questions that I had about analog film. Never would have considered Find in a Box if I hadn't met him at WPPI, because I would have said, I don't need that. I have the book that answers everything I need. Turns out it didn't. All right, so next up is coaching. I invested in my first coach about six years into business five or six years into business. And it was because I was looking to launch our first online course and I had no idea how to go about it. We were also hoping that that launch of my first course would be profitable enough that we could afford for Matt to leave his full-time job and come on with me as my business partner full-time. It was a fantastic decision to hire a coach. So our coach walked us through the pre-launch and launch process and then helped us fine-tune some areas of our business that were honestly a bit of a mess. <laughs> we had signed a nine-month contract with her. And so once that contract was up, we parted ways, not because there was anything wrong, just because the contract was up. Um, and we felt like we'd gotten everything out of that experience that we'd hoped for. And we also, Matt and I had realized we wanted to find our next coach someone who is even more specialized in the world of online marketing and launching. So I tend to look for a coach when there's something specific that I want help with. But there are also other photographers who seek an ongoing coach that when they when they just really don't know like what's coming up next for their business and they want someone else to help them figure out where things can or should go from here. Like things are going relatively well, but like what's next? A coach can be a great person to talk that through with. The further along I get in business, the more I'm looking for tailored help that can be customized to the specific pain points I'm experiencing instead of like a one-size-fits-all workshop or course. Coaching is a great solution for business owners who have mastered the basics of business and craft and who want to create more of a name for themselves in a specific niche, but who aren't ex really sure how to get there. Coaching is also a great option for someone who's like, I have a very specific issue in my business that is specific to my business, and there is not a course for this particular kind of thing. I need an expert's eye on this particular, like almost like project-based coaching. That's what we did with our first coach. We hired our coach to help us specifically to launch my first course. So I generally recommend coaching for people who've mastered the basics and want to take things to the next level or someone who needs like project-specific help. Finally, we've got masterminds. So a mastermind is a group of like-minded professionals who come together to share best practices and learn from one another. There is typically a leader, uh, but they're usually there more to facilitate discussion and idea sharing, not so much to coach on an individual basis. The idea is that the power of the collective is greater than any one individual could achieve on their own, hence the term mastermind, and I'm here to say it freaking works. I joined my first mastermind last March, March of 2021, and it's the one that I'm part of is focused on digital marketing, and it was an absolute game changer. I was very confident in my abilities as a brand photographer. I didn't feel like I needed help so much on an individual basis 
on the brand photography level, but like I knew that if we wanted to take things to the next level and scale our business, I needed help with the marketing side of things. Very confident in the offer. It was just getting the offer seen by more people. So the mastermind that I joined, like I said, focuses on digital marketing, game changer. Being in a room with business owners from all different industries with all different types of business models, because that's the mastermind that I'm in. It's not industry specific. It's not a bunch of photographers. It's not even a bunch of creative business owners. We have people from all different industries that not only exposes me to new ideas that I had never considered, like, did you catch the private podcast that I did this past spring? That was an idea that came from someone in my mastermind. But this mastermind has also shown me what's possible for us. My sphere of possibility, which sounds very woo-woo, but like what Matt and I believe that we are capable of achieving, it's so much bigger now that I've seen what my fellow masterminders have set their mind to and then gone out and done. And being in a room with so many other people who are more experienced and honestly way smarter than me, it calls me up to a level that I did not know that I was capable of. And what's more, seeing so many other business owners try and fail and then get back up and try again, it's made me less afraid of failure myself because I know that I can get back up again and try it differently next time if it doesn't work the first time. Here's my recommendation when it comes to finding your next source of education, whether that's a freebie, a digital download, a course, a conference, a coach, or a mastermind. Find someone or a group of people who are doing what you want to do and learn from them. If paying for education right now isn't feasible, but there's an educator you really want to learn from, consume all of the free content that somebody puts out there because if they're a good educator, they're going to put out really good free content. If they have a webinar, make sure you're there. If there's a podcast, listen religiously. If they wrote a book, read it. If they have a YouTube channel, watch it. Becoming so good they can't ignore you means refusing to rest on your laurels. It means being a forever student, becoming someone who won't settle for good enough. It's not an overnight process, but sharpening your skills will have a more lasting impact on your business than a few flashy marketing tricks that work in the here and now, but that fade as the algorithm changes. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode and head over to abbygrace.co slash podcast for even more resources to help you blow your clients away at your very next brand shoot. I'm Abby Grace, and I'll see you next time. Now, let's go get after it, shall we?